Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Welcome back to another edition of the Views from the Friends Home <laughs> podcast. Our first episode for 2020. You know what I'm saying? So blessings to everybody Woo-hoo! out there. We've been going for a little while, but we back. You know, we got family in the building. Be back, a lot of newbies be been back. on the show a couple of times. Shout out to Greedy Gut with the little butt. She's celebrating her, <laughs> her little boy's birthdays. You know what I'm saying? We Shout miss out you. to Did Cliff. Cliff had to hold it myself? down. <laughs> had to hold it down for work and all that stuff like that. But, you know, we're going to hold it down. Like I said, you know, 2020 is a big year. You know, 2020 means perfect vision. 2020. So we're going to come here with pure insight, see what's new. You know, I feel like God is trying to uh, make us do different things and, and change certain paths. So I I wish blessings upon everybody. You know what I'm saying? How's everybody New Year been so far? So, <laughs> Go ahead, Nisha. You know, but for those who might not know you, even though you, you're a regular, introduce yourself to the people. Hi, I'm Nichelle, a.k.a. known as Miss Nook. Miss Nook. Miss Nook. Yes, yes. It's Open Shirt Poppy, baby. I'm yes. back for yes, 2020. Yes, yes, yes. Real wait, talk wait, wait. more of us always, you know what I'm saying? Shirts, baby. Oh, you, you see, the, shirts, he's wearing the yo, Views from the Friend Zone shirt, you know what I mean? I, I was waiting for everybody oh, to be yeah, I was waiting for everybody to be in the uh, <laughs> studio to wear mine, so I wear no, mine know, next I week. I had to rock it. I had to rock you know it. I mean? show but, back. You know, I need one of those for 2020. Yeah, I'm going to work on getting more done. I'm going to work on getting more done. But like, you know, before we jump into the regular show, I wanted to talk about something that's been a hot, you know, hot topic item across the board. And it's it's twofold, right? Even though we're going to have our regular scheduled show with, with topics, I wanted to talk real quick. We got to address the Lonnie Love thing. I know you've heard different takes from different people about I it. I felt we need to address it ourselves also because it's just like Lonnie Love was talking about, well, black men don't know how to be faithful or faithful in relationships, they got money and power, and they let it go to their head and stuff like that. The first thing I want to address is, for 2020, and I've seen a movement, other people saying it too, and I want to further reiterate it, we got to stop just assassinating our people's character in general. I never, you know, for disclosure, I always mention this, you know, I married a Latino woman, but I always, you know, always was dating Haitian, Caribbean, black girls. I wound up with a Latina. But I say that to say this. You'll never hear me talking shit about black women. Never. Shooting down never. a black woman saying, oh, well, that's why I'm with a Latina because ABC. That's bullshit. Your experience is your experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Men we cheat humans before anything. Men cheat, women cheat, men lie, women lie. Exactly. No matter exactly. you black, you know white, what I'm purple, so, green. And then also we also gotta also, you know, keep it a buck. Especially when, you know, not to I'm not tearing Lonnie Love down, but you see Lonnie Love. She built, you know, kinda weird. You know I'm what I'm saying? Tearing her down. No, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Cause she, I'm built I'm, I'm built yeah. like a Somebody. I'm built like a bad fridge myself. What the point I'm trying to make is 
she's saying men got money, got power, and stuff like that. So to me, her mentality was she was chasing a certain kind of men that probably wasn't into her. You got to be honest with yourself. Because when you say black men got money, got power, how much of us really out there with money and power and then being all the choosy and stuff like that? She's talking about a select population. Mm-hmm. Well, Another... She's speaking from other people's experiences. Exactly. From what she hears happen to friends or other celebrities that she knows. That can be also be a thing, too. She's just tainted by all the bad experiences that she yeah. she, she is tearing <laughs> the black men down who have pulled themselves up and become successful. And like anybody, black, white, Latino, whatever, if you have come up and you struggle you have and choices. didn't have much, right? You have choices. Yeah, you didn't have those choices. Those same women wasn't checking for you because right. you exactly. didn't have nothing. So, yeah, you get a little money and now you're looking better. You're looking yeah. good. Yeah. So you might be making some poor decisions. But I hate the but fact that she generalized decisions. it to black men. Yeah. And said it's, you know, a black man problem. It's yeah, not. because think about it's it. Not. Think about it. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is with an Asian wife, right? I've never heard someone say, oh, look at Mark Zuckerberg. He abandoned the white race and now he's with Asian women. Like, we the only people who get caught up with shit like that. You know what I'm saying? When love is supposed to be love. My thing about it is, yo, the media does enough job of tearing us down with everything we do. We don't sit there and make blanket statements, oh, black women are too choosy. That's why I can't be with a black woman. No. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand your individual circumstance is your individual circumstance and at the same time we don't need more further black narratives of us being like you know not appropriate towards each other like i was guilty at one point of doing something not well i guess you could say similar and i was characterizing black women as too tough too hard shell do you know what i'm saying hard to get into um and then i even justified it with explaining why they were that way but it wasn't that necessarily. It was the ones maybe who I have dealt with and they had hurt, you know, from previous relationships. But yeah, that happens with every woman. Everyone. You know, that experience and is what you can base they're on. they're raised too. They're mm-hmm. raised to be tough. They're raised to be that way. It's what they see. So then you also have a, a different background of how they're being raised. So they, yeah. that is true. That's one of the reasons why some of the men in my life would go ahead and say that they chose women of other nationalities not not beating down the black women not saying that they don't love black women it's just their personal experiences and 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 what they they went through but lonnie love that is just she needs to heal that was anger that was anger um a lot of it was stories that she heard she's tainted by but when I watch some of the clips again, yeah, she's just angry, yeah, and she needs to heal. And, and it, it, I hope this is not her situation, but I always, you know, white when white men sometimes date black women, they fetishize the black woman. I hope she's in a good, healthy, wholesome relationship. I hope it's not a, a fetish where she's his fetish and stuff like that, and you know. One day he just up and leave her because you know he's on to something new. I I I pray for her love and stuff. But to no, me, it's no, no. I hope that white man breaks her heart. Nah, <laughs> no. I, I hope he breaks her heart because then now you got to rethink everything you said and realize it's not a black thing, white thing. Oh, it's you know a they're gonna. Thing. Thing. You know the, you know you black know Twitter and right. black Instagram is gonna be on her up. ass if they break. Like, Charlemagne was on. one. Did you hear the comments? Yeah. I think it was some. Yeah. Sh- yeah. yeah. But but also, oh, um. I know people are going to be like, you know, I started off talking about we see Lonnie Love and stuff like that. Like, yo, you got to also understand in life is choices. Not everybody, not everybody who you attracted to is going to be attracted to you. 
Right. I could, like, in high school, there was girls that I liked. I'm not going to say it was out of my league, but it's just like, I liked a certain amount of girls, and they didn't like me. It wasn't, it wasn't an assassination to, oh, black girls was a certain way. I liked a certain situation, and they didn't like me back. But but the beautiful thing about life is, there's so many different people out there. So you get to choose. You get to pick and choose and stuff the like that. that when you make a statement like, black women, like, look, to me, are black women, I don't think black women are tough. I think black women are strong. The strongest. They, they, the they strongest. adapt to a lot. They don't have time for BS. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times that comes off as tough, but at the same time, it's just like, yo, a lot of black women like, yo, like we always say black women are the most educated segment in this country. They're about their shit. They, 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 they working, they in school, they raise the kids. They don't have time for your BS. So if you're not something. coming right, they, a lot of them is just like, yo, I smell your BS and I don't want it. There's nothing wrong with that. Ebro said it when he was discussing this topic on, on Hot 97. He talked about how Black men already, when they walk out the door, they already are, are looked at as um, not unsuccessful, but the odds are against them. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Like they're not believed in as yeah. far as their success and what, what have you. So if anything, when you get home, you want to be treated as a king. Yeah. You don't want to have that um, person that don't believe in you or believe that you already up to something deceiving. You, they don't trust you. They don't trust you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like if, if home can't be your happy place and your safe haven where you can unwind and relax and know that there's love there, then what you going to do? Because the yeah. world is not giving you that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I got to take what you just said and take it one step further. Black men also need to realize that I, you want to be a king at home. I respect that. But you got to do king shit too. Right. Don't be out here bullshit and expect right. to be treated as a king at home because a black woman's not putting up with that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you providing, you taking care of home, you doing what you have to do, a black woman will be proud to bring you up and big you up. But don't be out here fooling, you know, being sloppy and then expect to be treated as a king at home. And she's yeah. paying all the bills. She's taking care of everything. You're not just a king just because you got a penis. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want to be treated like Are a you king, sure you got to do king shit. I thought that made you a king. Nah. <laughs> but all right, so that was good king, addressing king, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got warmed up to get back into our regular flow. We so we're going to get baby. to the topics, right? I'm hype right now. It's been and a it, long and time. And it kind of flows with what we was kind of yeah. talking about. But the first topic is emotional maturity, right? Because a lot a lot of times it's just like we get older in age but we don't know how to grow in our ways we don't mature we don't learn right how there. to have communication right we just figure shit i always got my way so i'm always gonna be a certain way no, no. that's not how like this works that's not how you any of this target. works right. we have to mature we have to grow like okay you know, we have, you know, um, revolutions around this sun. You know, you did it for 365, but if you're not changing your mentality, you're not changing your mindset, Yeah, okay. you, you're not growing with the times. And we got to be mature about it. And part of that maturity is having tough conversation. So the first question is, are we ready to have conversations with the people that we need to have? Your spouse, your friends, your family, especially 2020, new decade, you know, new stuff. So how, what do you feel about that? Ready to have that real talk. No, people are not. I, it, you, you really hit the target with that because everybody's on, you know, new year, new, new me. me. That's why I didn't even do all the gym thing. Right. I've, been, I've been in the gym the last couple of months. I didn't do the, oh, I'm going to be in the gym. No, because like, yo, just, just speak. Let, let your actions, let your results. Right. That's something that I wanted to say and I just really, really been dealing with because 
everybody's excited every year new year you knew me you have all these goals that you set everybody's making vision boards which is great yeah we should do that we should plan you should yeah, have goals you you definitely should but if you don't do the inner work like we were just talking about Lonnie I hate to go back to Lonnie but there's some inner issues that wasn't dealt with and that's why she feels that way yeah. that's why she's still so angry so new year new me having hard conversations thinking you ready for the blessings oh the haters i'm going to get mine i'm going hard this year mm -hmm. you'll just find yourself in the same cycle that you found yourself last year or the year before that if you don't do the inner work yeah. change your mind so you say maturity are you ready to grow yeah you got to do the inner work first and then go after those goals if you don't do the inner work of time management or whatever you know your issue is That's going to the gym yeah Addre okay addressing so your mental health 2020 is gonna just be a cycle I'm if you don't better. work on that right yeah. so no my thing is people kill me especially on the social media oh 2020 or new year i'm cutting off this one i'm cutting off that one bruh why are those people in your circle to begin with see i never have to deal with none of that stuff because I don't need to cut off nobody in the new year because if I felt you didn't belong in my circle from jump, you already been you, was already, you already been gone. Yo, I keep my you find out during anywhere. the process. Sometimes Sometimes you so you don't find out. out on December 30th or December no, you, 31st that you're friend with Jakey. But it takes time because 2019 was like that for me. I started, real, like everybody keeps saying clear vision, perfect vision, right? Yeah. Sort of, kind of, that was what 2019 was. You had to it, cut some it, people it was clearing your vision of who's for you, who's not right. for you, seeing things about myself that need to change. That when in 2020 is not a repeat, it's not a pattern. Yeah. Like, I don't repeat, you know, the same bad habits or whatever the case may be. But then sometimes you just need to spend time with somebody for you to realize, you know what, I was trying to give you a shot, but you're not for me. Okay. You don't cut them off December 31st, exactly. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes it but takes time. Another thing we got to realize out. is we keep we keep putting the onus on the people around us as being toxic and stuff. And we don't acknowledge that we the toxic motherfucker I'm ourselves. I'm trying to say that. The inner work. You that's know what, what I'm saying? saying. I'm, I'm not accepting that. No, nah, but sometimes sometimes it's you. you. you sometimes you're yourself. so stuck in your you're own saying ways. You're toxic in your friendship. No, or no, I'm just saying sometimes sometimes you put the onus of everybody being or oh, people are toxic or people being in certain ways. But sometimes you gotta like yo, you gotta look in the mirror and realize like yo, how much do I bring to the table? How much of it is me not acknowledging the self work that I need to do? Yes, well, I'm with you. I'm Some with. people always say, oh, everybody always do me wrong. Oh, everybody because always do me wrong. Because 20 perfect vision stuff goes out the window because you're going to find yourself in the same cycle. But th this is my thing. I'm always willing to have that real talk, right? So as far as speaking up in 2020 or telling, telling it like it is, I don't have to do that. I, I do that in general. That's just who I am. Yeah. You know, I don't need a new year, new whatever. I'm just going to tell you what it is when I feel like, when I feel like it. Um... But as far as I do know, there's things I got to correct with myself. But I feel I'm a great friend, great, great person to have, part of your family. Mm -hmm. I have a great support system. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, I keep a small circle. So those who aren't um, suitable to be in that circle, they've already been eliminated. eliminated. Yeah. Uh, you and, know what I mean? And I think the, the major point that I want to make with this topic is like, yo, you had these conversations. Don't mm -hmm. assume people know that they need to do better by you. Don't assume mm -hmm. your spouse knows that shit is really bothering you just because you go, 
Huh, you huffing puff at home. Had these awkward conversations. <laughs> the puff, that's the female you know what thing. <gasps> Rolling your eyes, <laughs> sucking no, your no, teeth, and all that. You know what I'm saying? Are you huffing puffer? Because it's like you think that he would know or something, but no, he doesn't. He's completely clueless. You have to say. Well, but instead you know, of huffing and puffing, say. I need to talk to you. No, yeah. I don't even get to the huff and puff. I'll let it build up and then. Nah, that's oh, not good. That's crazy. not good. Because one, we waste time too. And I'm too. just going off. And it's like, what you going off about? Exactly. About something from you could have, y'all could have a discussion <laughs> about something I on level two. I let it go three two. times and now, and then by the fourth time, it's like. Pop, 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 pop. Like, but you oh, see, man. if you had the conversation when something's at level two, it's more effective than you wait till level five where it's like, shit, we about to break mm. up over some <laughs> shit that it could have been shit out. That's what I'm that's, learning. That's what part of that's growth is. Learning. Part of growth is like, yo, it's not necessarily about being brave and doing crazy shit. It's about knowing yourself and doing things. Like, if something don't sit right on your spirit, right? Talk talk that shit. Forget, forget okay. the argument or I'm afraid to upset that person. Nah, F that because as soon as you let it go, it's resolved. You either know it is or it isn't, and you move on. A lot of times we build up. It's funny. I've, I'm seeing couples that have been together for like 30 years. They raised their kids and stuff like that. Now they're getting divorced. I'm thinking to myself, you up. put 30 in the game. Why are you leaving now? And like, yo, and not to be mean, but you're 60-something, 70-something, and you're getting divorced now. That's crazy to me. But like yo, you got if God today, bless you, though, you got another 10, 15. You let too much of your life go. They they think they 40. You that's know, the problem. That's the problem. They the 60-year-olds today is different. Yeah, but my thing about it is like, yo, why like to me is this crazy? How do you let it get for that long? To me, sometimes it's it's hard it's hard to talk. Like I said, I'm I'm learning how to communicate. Instead of thinking that a person would can read my mind and knowing what I want from them, you have to say, hey, you know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah. And kind of, you know, just communicate. But sometimes, not sometimes, there's a lot of times that it it make you uncomfortable, and then you don't want to make mm-hmm. the other person uncomfortable. And if we just learn how to communicate, a lot of these issues is based on upbringing. Yeah. Right. So that will move to the second part of this question. Yeah. Right. And it's stating, are we training our sons to be tough and not address emotional trauma, which leads them to failed relationships? Basically, you got these mothers. I'm going to say mothers because you got a lot of single family homes, but mothers are usually raising them and even the ones with the fathers. But we're raising the sons not to necessarily um, value a, a woman or know how to deal in certain situations within relationships, right? So is that trauma affecting them and just causing the cycle? And not teaching them how to talk shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of of men, to to piggyback on what he's saying, a lot of men either just know how to talk to a woman to try to game her, or Mm -hmm. to tell her, this is what I want. But there's got to be, there got to be other conversations too. It's to know what you need. How can I can be a better? How can we communicate better? How can our relationship be better? You know what I'm saying? If Clifford is here, Clifford's just like, you got to do the report card. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's true. We have to teach our Check boys me. how to talk to women, not necessarily to, to gain them out of their panties or to tell them, this, I'm a man, this is what you need to do. We have to have communication. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of times, you know, Black boys are taught like, oh, you can't be in your emotions. You got to be strong. If that's bothering you, suck it up. Because suck that's it up. what they were taught. But so it's, it's a, but how 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 do we ex- how how and and you a black woman so I want you to you know give your opinion on this how could we say you know we get the Lonnie loves of black men don't know how to do this or black stuff like that we we need 
the black men to be taught that it's okay to to be emotional. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily act completely on emotions, but be able to express your emotions. Be able to be like, you know what? I'm sad about this. This bothers me. And talk it out. A lot of times we, we don't give them venues for that. I think the generation growing up now is doing better with expressing themselves now. Things that's going on in school, different programs, social media. It, it, it's a lot of things that kind of pushes the children nowadays. So before... The generation before teacher, you got to be tough, you got to be touched. But I think the the tough, I mean, but the kids that are coming up now, I think that they would know how to communicate a little bit better. They're very emotional now, these kids. But this makes me think of something I heard on the radio once again, and it's spot on, and it affected me because I know I I thought like this at one point, and, and what was said was what happens with our sons and what with our boys coming up, if they're not being taught by their parents, mother, father, or whatever, whatever, how to value the person that they're in a relationship with and how to treat them. You know where they're learning it? They're learning it from their boys. Mm-hmm. They're learning it from the people they hang out with who are saying, well, oh, you got to smash this one and that one. And yeah. then it becomes multiple. I got to get more than one woman to be like about something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that it, it becomes then, I don't know how to value a woman just me and her in a relationship. Right. It's, oh, I got to do more than that. I got to have this one and that one. And we're learning from each other at young ages how to function mm-hmm. and how to be successful as far as not even just in relationships, but successful with life. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, you got to have more than one chick. You can't just have one girl. That ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you you whack. You know what I mean? This is what is happening. This is young boys... I'm telling each other how to carry on and and be in relationships because we're not speaking. Young boys, a few uh, this morning, they were sitting in the back, and they were had their phones. He one of the boys said, "He's just mad because I get more girls than him." But we see. But we also That's have to exactly teach. What I'm about. And it also made me feel te- away because I'm like, don't let him make put put that in your head to make you feel like now you have to do things to feel validated. I I was like, oh, and and, and, and the crazy part about it is. The majority of times, these kids are lying. You trying to compete with Mike because Mike got Mike already slept with twenty women. Mike lying about half of the twenty women that he said he slept with. I not, did not lie. No, no, I'm using you as an example. I'm using you as an example. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's just like yo, we we also have to teach our young black boys, and it's not exclusive. I want to first say it's not exclusive to young black boys, but that's my concern. Mm-hmm. We have to teach young men in general, in general. that your the, your value is not in your conquests in women. Yes. That's the problem. You're not more valuable like because you slept with X amount of people. The conquest part of it. But it we feel like I have to conquer have her. To... Right? Yeah. And that, that validates me by, because I conquered her in some kind of way. That's yeah. the thinking. And I didn't realize until, well, see, I'm flawed in that I'm a cancer and I'm a lover. Hope I here am. Here we I'm go. Open shirt, Poppy. Go ahead. I just can't. Don't, don't get me wrong. You know, I love multiple women different styles of women whatever i just love women in general but i'm an emotional lover so if i can find one woman that makes me feel a certain way i'm drawn to her and i'm locked in with her and i don't necessarily feel the need to just date this one and date that one to impress whoever because i'm not about impressing other people yeah i'm about what makes me happy yeah right and that's the problem with the youngins coming up like you were saying, oh, I got more girls than her. No, it's not about that. 
You know, but they, are they being taught? It's okay to love one woman. Yeah. And this, this is... And that's what I wanted to pull him aside to say, you, don't let him get to your head. You keep being who you are because it plants a seed. And then now he goes out there feeling like, you know, he start questioning himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and you know? can have something good at he, home and like, decide that you, you you need more. more. You. Yeah. Like, what, is this, what are they talking yeah. about? And another thing that we had to also let the young men know that, like, you know, this mentality of the conquest, keep it moving, stuff like that. If you grew up in a single parent home where it was just your moms, somebody was with your mom and then decided not to stay. Why would you turn around and perpetuate that same thing? But sometimes it's learned you you can't help it. It's just it's just within a person. What do you what did you just say like why would if you saw your mom was left, why would you turn around and leave a woman and do the same thing? Do the same thing. It, 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 it that's toxic behavior. You you you're hurt and you didn't deal with the inner issue. Yeah. You know, you were traumatized by what happened and then you you wind up doing the same thing, not really you you know wanting yeah. to do it, but we need to we need to actually motivate the young man to say like you know what the father that you felt you missed you need to become be that then you have men the that husband do you felt your mom should have had no that's what I'm saying and that's the thing we need to push but to get back to the whole Lonnie Love and stuff like that we need to not destroy you know destroy our image and and, and the mentality of what it's we're trying to accomplish to be to paint paint with these wide brushes. Let me get to the last the last um question on this topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, <clears throat> and it kind of you know it goes to the relationship portion. Are we cheating on each other because we really aren't talking to each other, but rather talking at each other? Because a lot of times I'm gonna be honest with you when I speak to men and and the men, especially men past a certain age, right? Like I'm gonna be honest when you're younger. Nineteens, you know, your 20s. late teens, early twenties. It is the conquest mentality. You get a little older, and you realize, okay, I've been around the block and stuff like that. And then it doesn't cheating. They say it's a young man's game, but older men still cheat too. And then when you speak to the older men who know a little better, got a little wisdom under their belt, like why are you, why are you cheating? It's like yo, I don't got no peace at home. She don't respect me, so I go out there looking for that peace and respect. And I say that, you know, I I feel you on that, but at the same time, you're not doing it the right way. And But it comes back to this. Are we out here cheating because the person we with, we're not talking to them, we're talking at them? Because if I'm talking at you, you feeling that energy, you're going to return that energy. It depends on the situation. Okay. You know, some people, you you, you um, they're not listening. We don't have good listening skills. When you're arguing, you just want to make your point, get your point across, but you're not actually listening to what the other person needs. It depends. But why do most people cheat? You know, you cheat because you're missing something at at, At home home and you go and get it. But then a lot of people are not missing something at home. You have somebody that's giving you your all. You're missing something within yourself Mm -hmm. that you didn't work on getting whole within yourself before you got in a relationship, that inner work. Mm -hmm. Like, there we go again with the inner work. You didn't do the inner work before you got into the relationship. You thought the relationship was going to make you whole. You wanted what everybody else had, you know, to get the family and everything, the dream, (laughs) but you didn't do the inner work. So it it, it depends on the situation, and there's a lot of of angles we can go with with that. Majority of the time. People are not, we don't listen to each other. Majority of the time, uh, when someone cheats, it's not because of their spouse. It's because of them, right? Whatever that was going on with them internally. Unfortunately, I can speak to this firsthand, right? I'll say majority of the time when I have cheated in a relationship, it was because 
something wasn't right with me and I didn't I either didn't know how to properly communicate that to the person I was with or I just chose not to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why something did you else, keep them around? Something else came about. Well, you kept them around for I kept them around because that's the um that's the safe space, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Th- this thing I'm doing right now is risky business. It can go one or two ways, you know what I mean? But this is I know I already got this. This is solid. Mm-hmm. Even though this is not making me happy, <laughs> it's solid. I can still fall back on that. But the thing was, yeah, I say probably maybe one of the times it was because of the other person. Yeah. Like they just really wasn't right. And I just didn't want to stay in the situation. Mm-hmm. And I should have probably ended it, but instead I went out and cheated. If if I could say this with, you know, people cheating because they're not being heard at home and kind of feel ignored and stuff like that. If I could give one advice for people 2020, stop arguing to win an argument and argue to get your point across. Because sometimes you have these arguments and then something said that changes the relationship forever. Mm-hmm. And once it's said, you can that. say sorry, but you hurt the person in a way it's just like, Damn. Or they don't trust you anymore. They don't trust you anymore. They won't be vulnerable with you anymore. So they put this guard up because and then now it's not now you're in a relationship with a whole nother person because you scarred them. And and why did you say that? It wasn't something that you wanted to get your point across. You just knew it was gonna hurt the person and you wanted to win at that time. Right. That, and, and that's why when I argue with spouses and certain people like that, I don't argue to win. I don't argue to show you I'm better than you or I know stuff like that. I I, I argue to be like, yo, this is hurting me and I got to let you know this, right? Because Mm -hmm. you don't win. Trust me. Fellas, you don't win when you make your woman feel small Mm -hmm. and then try to say sorry later because that's when the dude who never made her feel small seems a little more appealing. And you don't win when you arguing to win. Cause it's yeah. not a win lose type of situation. That's not that's not what we're discussing in, the, in a where, relationship anyway. You shouldn't be competing. No, I want you to understand me. You want me to understand you. So there is no winner and loser. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If it's a situation y'all arguing and you just like, oh, I gotta be right. You know, which I'm gonna throw stones here, but it's usually a woman thing where it's like women love to say, oh, I was right. You yeah. know, you should have listened to me. It's not about you being right or wrong. Because there's know, a lot of times you because, gotta when you really mature and you grow and you want the relationship to work. A lot of times you gotta humble yourself and let it go. You'll know you you know that you're right mm-hmm. and you leave it alone. And then after a few weeks later, he'll be like, you know what I was thinking, and he'll come to you. And but that's you. hard to do. That takes yeah. maturity it because does. before and that's part of the you know you can't emotional do that. maturity that people need. But to when have. you humble yourself and swallow your pride and go, okay, you know. He'll eventually, he'll sit on it and mm-hmm. he'll think about it. If you really are right, you know, and you're not in the wrong, he'll say, you know what? I was thinking and it'll just come out of nowhere. The oddest place. And, you know, and that'll be his way mm-hmm. of apologizing. Or badgering or him and telling him all the time, I told you, I was right. I was right. You should listen to me. That, then he like, that, yeah. I don't want to hear that. He's going to do the opposite you know what, just because. Right. Just you know what I'm saying? He's not going to say it. And that's from experience from how I used to be. And I'm just learning. You just you got to do the inner work. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how beautiful you are, how well you cook, how great your body is. If you don't do the inner work, it's not, you might get him, but you can't keep him. Yeah. And that's just like for 2020. Everybody's talking about haters and got all these plans. You might get the open door and the opportunity, but you're not going to keep it 
if you don't do the inner work. And I'm just speaking from experience, yeah. not anybody else. This is just something that I decided to work on for my 2020. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a great year because it's just something special about entering into a new decade. Yeah. It's going to be a repeat, failed, whatever you had or disappointments if you don't do the inner yeah. work. And, and a lot of things is, you know, we're equipped now with more information and, and examples. We can Google stuff. We can look things up and stuff like that. Like, use that, you know, use all the resources to to your betterment. You know what I'm saying? Another thing I want to say, and then we're going to get to our next topic, which is a little spicy, is work on being happy first before you work on being in love. Because if you fall in love and you're not happy, that love is going to wither away. Mm-hmm. It's hard to stay in a relationship, effectively communicate if you're not happy. Because then you shrivel up, you don't communicate, it's all about you and stuff like that. So work on happy before you work on love. Everybody's looking for love, but they don't know how to be happy. You That's know what I'm saying? absolutely on point because you'll choose and make bad decisions on who you choose because you're not happy. Because you just want to be in love. Because you're desperate. And then a lot of people get desperate and don't realize that they're desperate. Mm -hmm. You know, you start looking at your age. You start looking at social media and what everybody else is doing. A lot. Not only girls do it. The men Men do it too. Oh, yeah. The men are doing it too. And they're making bad decisions because they just are. People getting in relationships. I always joke. For others to make them happy. Yeah. And that's never no, a good recipe. You got to make gotta yourself be happy. happy you want to be happy yeah. with someone, but you got to be happy first. Yes. And also, you reach a certain age. I always joke about this and stuff like that. Once we start hitting our 40s and stuff, you got a good amount of quality erections left in you, my G. <laughs> we we, we kind of withered down before women do. You know what I'm saying? Oh I'm telling you. Don't let, don't let Viagra. Don't, don't, don't let that Viagra, Viagra stuff fool you and stuff like that. Nobody wants to be on drugs to get erection, B. That's like the worst. I mean, people do it because they have to do it, but you want to have your God natural erections versus being on drugs for them. But that's where good health comes in. You got to yeah. keep yourself healthy. Yeah. Right? That's part of the inner work. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but all right, so we got Wait, I wanted I wanted to say one more thing no, about 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 the 2020, but I didn't lose. I'll, I'll come back to you. It'll come back. To All right. Me. So the next thing is sex therapy, right? And the reason why it's sex therapy now. is is you got to think about it, right? Because how many times has have you just been all worked up and stuff like that, and it's just like you have a good sex session, and that completely relieves a lot of the stress, mm-hmm. a lot of the anguish, a lot of fear and stuff like that. There's there's hormones and endorphins that's released during sex that chemically you need it allows you to be a better person. Mm-hmm. So allows you to be a better person. It allows you to be a better person, right? Because if you yes. walk around or wound up, killers is not out there getting like that, laid. I'm just telling it, it affects you. your communication with people and stuff like that. So I'm telling you, how many times? And it's wrong to say that you dealt with a miserable person at work, and you're like, I know they're not getting laid. Nope. Just because no, of how you miserable, be that miserable they are, if you getting taken care of after a good session the night before, you, you know go the to act work right. Like, the act I'm right. tired, it's but just a temporary woo, fix. You know, that's all. But you need that to get through the week sometimes. Right. So fix. the first question is: <laughs> Can no string sex be a release in therapy? We're gonna have open shirt poppy talk about this first because this is like you know his world. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What I, didn't, that I didn't mean it in the shady way. I didn't mean it in the shady That's way. Shady, I didn't mean it in the shady bro. way. And I do not do that anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> no string sex. Can it be a, a release? Or what do you mean? Can it be. You know, you have sex with the person. You know, 
there's chemistry there, but there may not be. You can have chemistry and not feelings. So I'm saying, it depends can, can, on what can, you're looking can, can, for. No yeah. strings, sex can definitely be you a band aid. Chemistry and no feelings. It can be a big band aid. You, you gotta have feelings for the person that has. No, I, I can have, have chemistry. Feelings. You can have chemistry with someone and just don't have feelings. Sometimes I, I've been no, in situations no, no, no. You where it's a certain I, level I'm of feelings. To the person, it's a certain level certain of feelings. Level of feelings. Come with that but there's, I, no I've feelings had situations come with that. In, in, in the past, especially in my college age and stuff like that, was just like you know what. I was so attracted to the person. The person really liked me, but we we no, we knew speaking, we wasn't going to be in a relationship. You're speaking we on lust. To be in a relationship. You're speaking on lust. That's not chemistry. Oh, you just lust. had a lot of wait, chemistry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Same thing. Chemistry could be a beautiful thing, but you can have chemistry with someone that's someone that you're never going to love. So why is that lust? Yeah, that, maybe a lot, but you liking them. There's still a feeling. Exactly. There's, there's, that's there's the feeling. Gonna be some there's going to be some feelings. Be chemistry. That you. It has to be. Now I've had honest question. With all the women that you've been with, you've always liked them. No, I'm not saying it in a, in a, like Mike's been with a thousand women. I'm just asking you for your opinion. Right? What's the question? So the question is, because you're saying it has to be every every woman that you've laid down with, you've, li- you've had like feelings for them? Yeah, I'm a cancer. I'm based off emotion. I don't believe it, B. I'm based off emotion. Hey, if I don't have any... Let me tell you something. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I'm one of the most emotional people you can meet. Hold on, let me explain something to you. I'm going to put myself out there. No sex. I'm going to put myself out there. If I don't have any emotional connection for you, I can't sleep with you. That's a typical cancer. I can't. I'm telling Ever? you, I can't. Ever? I can't. Mormons who's 37 years old now, I abide to that. 19, 20 year old mom, I got it how I lived. And, and, and if you didn't, if you didn't want to kick it again and you, you didn't want us to be booed up and shit like that, I was okay the with that. With me, let me you tell you something. I can't believe you, you wasn't know, okay with you that. You know, in the past. Well, speaking of this, my high school sweetheart, who I love dearly, that was my first love. We, she we was at the not, reunion. She was not what people would call the most beautiful thing walking the face of the earth. I can't she was you pretty. Said that. Huh? Why would you say that? No, because I'm but telling. I'm talking about other people. No, no. Listen, I'm getting to a point. That's other people's that opinion. That's other people's opinion. She was person. gorgeous. She was gorgeous. To me, I don't like. She might have had a halo over her head because that's love. how I yeah, felt yeah, about yeah. her. It was you see strong. what I'm saying? I remember it. it was strong. So, and that is what led me to feeling. It wasn't because of. That's what I'm trying to get to. Is it wasn't a matter of, oh, look at her. She got this and she got that. It was the way I felt with her mm-hmm. and our interactions. Emotionally, I connected with her. And then that made everything manifest into what it became. Yeah. But that's my thing. Like, I'm not saying I'm, I got to be in love mm-hmm. with everyone I lay down with. But I'm saying I have to have an emotional connection with you. Yeah, like I've that's mature. I, I've I never just, had I no just wasn't one always night in that stand mindset. type of thing. Meet her at the club, y'all feeling each other, y'all vibing, and then you just sleep together. No, I don't know you. Did we have well, a conversation? I don't know you. You sexy, but I don't know you. Yeah, so, that uh, you never as, as, as a never, woman. Never, I get you gotta have feelings. Never, but never, never, never. Oh, never, sorry. never. You, I you don't mean, know I, you. I don't believe I'm it. Like, but hey, I, you I, from a man's perspective. I'm I, I let him rock. Let I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to. And I said this on the show <laughs> before. Cliff, I've like, slept man. with somebody. <laughs> I've slept with somebody who I met off a wrong number. Mm-hmm. Really? We, yeah. You we like met off voice? a wrong number. You no, like we. but what happened was we started talking. And we 
bonded over our conversation on the phone before I even met. Let me say, I didn't know how this girl looked. I wouldn't even went that phone. No I had the wrong number. Okay, bye. No, no, first time, yeah, I was like, you got the wrong number, click, blah, blah, blah. Then she called back. And I'm like, like now you the right work. number. I now this work. time you the right I number. I was bored. And there you go. I was like, you got the wrong number, the same person, but. What's up? I don't got nothing else to do. Hey. I want to bring it back because we're coming <laughs> short in time. Can no string sex be a release in therapy? You yes. It could be for certain, depending on the situation. Look at me. It may not be for depend- you, but I, I, I think it can be. I think if it's it's healthy, obviously it has to be two consenting adults. It has to be in a you know safe situation. But I also think that it's okay. not bad to have that in your life. But it has to be communicated. It has, to, you know, the lines Feelings have to be. It's always going to get involved in that. It it's always going to turn messy when you have what are you meaning like friends with benefit type thing. Friends of benefits to me implies that there's an established kind of connection already, and then you're trying to like dip and dabble. That's why to me friends uh, friends with benefits don't work because it's just like, what's the longevity of that? It's gonna be a problem. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a problem because either the friendship get weird or the benefits gets weird. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 hard to marry that concept completely. It's cool conceptually, but it's hard, right? Because if that's your friend. And now they're giving it to you crazy. Mm. It's like, how do they just, how does that just stay your, hey, bud, kind of stuff like yeah. that. And, and it's going to be, but that can grow into something. And it's something. always the female yeah. that it grows into crazy something. first that she can't handle it. It can grow into something because y'all had that friendship. Yeah. It, it always gets messy. And, and, and I'm yeah. trying to be like, you know, new age with this next question and, and forward thinking. If they classify sex as health services and regulate it, do you think it can help society? Like if we had, just like, you know, there's all kind of therapies, aromatherapy, yoga therapy. If we had sex therapy where it's just like, you know what? You go to these places, you have sex, it's in a clean environment, protected, people are tested and stuff like that. But to get that release and that. I'm the the wrong person. Oh, that's just like having a whole bunch of orgies. You just like, like, okay, everybody just go. No. But think about it. Think about the. Think about the lonely serial killer no. who doesn't fit in, who is not um, accepted by his peers, who who is now who's hated. antisocial, yeah, who's socially who's being awkward, bullied, right? So and he- then he say, "Hey, you can go to this place, meet some nice girl, y'all have intercourse." I don't know about you, but once you get that release, you ain't thinking about killing nobody. You ain't thinking about killing nobody. Nobody. So that's the thing. Even, I'm saying. even, even when that's why. That's <laughs> it why. Can that's be why. Helpful. That's it why. Can be helpful. And you know, I'm all the one, you, you need greedy good here. Yeah. I'm the wrong. No, my no. whole my whole perspective on certain things is just no, totally but different. Just I'm like, like no. just like being in a relationship, having arguments and being mad and then make up sex. You'll forget what the hell y'all was That's arguing about. because you know the person, but not some strange person. But I'm no, no, no. But it's the concept is you know the same. The it's because those few and minutes after you... already have a connection with After you them. release, those few minutes is just like... Life is ah, good. Life is good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm, I'm the woman there. who say they'll start arguments with their men just, just so, so they, they can, can have hiding argument, make up sex. For the, the thrill, the, the But whole. I'm talking about Look society thing. I think that would reduce serial killers. <laughs> I Ser- do. Serial killers, rapists, 
Molesters, a lot of these things, if we had professional wow, sex services, it reduces a lot of these things. Oh. A lot of these sexually related kind of, crimes. you know, crimes and things like that, if there was such a thing as sex therapy that I was think regulated. There is sex therapy, isn't there? It's not legal. I don't know if there's a legal sex therapy. Oh, no, it's usually for couples, mm -mm. sex therapy. Yeah, they but have, that's they different. They have groups and yeah. couple groups. That, that's still that part of regular therapy when What's it's that, just like sex swingers, is the issue. Swingers? They still call them swingers? No, not so as, you're not, you're not for regulated sex therapy. I am polyamorous. for regulated sex therapy. If it was a health service, I, I, think, I think it would help. I, I think, think it would help. help. I think it would help. Think about all the times where you read a story about a serial girls killer. Finding a serial killer going to murder her in there. No, no, but she don't move it's regulated. There's cameras yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Obviously, anything could happen. Like, there's crazy stories about a kid, you know, sidebar, a kid in school who shoots up to school, right? You don't think that's a place for that to happen, but you know, that's outliers. You know what I'm saying? But is this place, how many serial killers is like, Oh, he's always been awkward, didn't know how to talk to a woman, and then they become That's stalkers. Usually, yeah. And then become these sexual predators and stuff like that, mm -hmm. right? It starts somewhere. S situation like that, sex sex therapy, sex services and stuff like that, it's the oldest profession. You know what I'm saying? I think if it's regulated, it could be a good thing. All right, so let me ask the, <laughs> you know, last We're question gonna agree on to sex disagree therapy. Since yeah, I knew. Marv already yeah. knew. I was going to be yeah. like, what? Come on, man. <laughs> sex therapy, the mentality with sex is the last question. Do you think a troubled mind is lead is the leading cause of bad sex? A troubled mind. Yeah. Um it can be. And the reason I say that is because listen, I put myself out there. I mean, I usually perform in the top notch, but I've had some bad performances. And usually when I perform badly, it's because I'm thinking too much. Mm -hmm. Distracted. I'm I'm thinking Stressed. about things you know what i'm saying yeah. and that thinking then affects my performance instead of just being in the moment and enjoying whatever i'm got going on your mind can play tricks on you as yeah bushwick bill said yeah <laughs> so and that's, that's the thing that's only because you're an emotional person but when you have somebody that can like when we were talking about before saying you can sleep with somebody without having feelings they can do it and perform they, well and be great at yeah, it. And yeah. the girl would be like, or vice versa. Well, what happened to them? They, they were so great. They were fine. And they weren't fine because mm. they're just like so cut off. But you're emotional. So it's mm. like, man, I can't. I don't feel yeah, really good I, Now you made me go back. I still can't believe you're saying you can't sleep with someone. Oh because attraction God. doesn't mean feeling. So Rihanna pull up like, yo, Mike, I've been watching views from the friend zone. I like open shirt poppy. You what's gonna happen. I'm having you just for the night. And Let then me you tell bounce. You what's you're, not, you're not gonna be able to perform. Let me tell you what's gonna Answer happen. Answer that question. Let me I I might not. Cause I'll be like, damn, Rihanna's sexy as fuck. So I might get aroused with us dancing and her work, 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 working on me. Yeah. And then when it comes down to doing it, I'm like, you don't really like me, really. <laughs> I don't think you really like me. You just because he wants to connect. Like, yeah, I, wanna, I, wanna I want to connect. Some type of now, if she's good at playing the role, and she was like, "Ooh," she start talking that sweet stuff in my ear. Then I'm like, face. "She really likes me. I need that. I need. I'm different. I need that. I can't have you being like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I just <laughs> I need some for the night. Give it to me because it. it's you. No, you don't. I I, I'm I, I got experience with it. It didn't I work. I hundred percent believe. Like me, I can't. I've a left a, I've left a lot of situations on the table because I wasn't attracted, I wasn't feeling it, and I just couldn't do it. I get that a hundred percent, but 
For me to say that I could never sleep with someone that I didn't have like feelings for, my G, even girls do my that. G, my G, you know let me saying? tell you something. My G, this is the worst feeling. The worst feeling is when you have a chick who you want to sleep with, right? You're like, damn, she bad. You want to sleep with, and you get the opportunity to sleep with her. Freeze. And you just don't function properly. Nervous wreck. It don't function properly. You be in your head sometimes. You be in your head. Especially but, when you was like, damn, but I've, been wanting this, I've been wanting this kind of stuff. Yes. Like that. But with me, a lot of times it comes with, like, we don't have that connection. We don't have that emotional connection. Yeah, I think you bad. You want, you know what I'm saying? And now you saying you want to put it down, but. I've caught a couple of those that, you know, you want to see how intelligent she is. You want to talk Not to even her, just how intelligent. I'm saying. attracted I just to see intelligence. Her. I want to see that's how we vibe. That's what yeah, we're that's definitely. I want to see how we vibe. Mm-hmm. Our energy. Energy is a big deal to me. Energy. If your energy mm-hmm. ain't right, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, um, this ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I start overthinking. Yeah. The worst thing you could do is like you overthink, overthink, you know, or it's a situation where you like, damn, I really want, I want to put on a good show for her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you like, you know, I got to make sure I'm top notch overthinking. Yeah. So it's like, and that's when you freeze, you know, yeah. or, or it's like, um, like I, I ain't gonna lie. And this is a bad feeling. You gonna think I'm fronting with this, but. Women be using guys. Women of be course, using dudes. people like, are users. Oh, it's not women. It's he's everybody. Here, everybody. He's here now, so I'm horny. Let me just give him something. He can pleasure. I'm not. Even, I don't want to be used. Listen, listen. I'm not even gonna hold. <laughs> and a lot you. of women don't realize that a lot of men don't want to be used. They think all dudes they are just think, like, oh, he like, just whatever. want this. In my, yeah, in, my, my in my whole yeah. lifetime, <laughs> it's not about that. I've got conquests because I was a funny dude. I've got conquest because I was the one who answered the phone. I got conquest because I was just a cool dude and they wanted to just. So you're good. You're good. And you have no problem performing. This was the past. Hold on. Even if you know, like she ain't really into me like that, but I could laugh her out these panties or I can. She can't unfuck me. He didn't care. Are you kidding me? You can't unfuck me. He didn't care. He just was like, you know. Now I'm older, but what we're talking about in our early twenties? I can't believe it. How how picky you are? Picky. He said he was emotional, man. Okay, so let's move on to the last topic. The last topic (laughs) is asking for help, right? And I think a lot of times, especially people of color, sometimes we struggle with asking for help. Well, I'll be in our business, I'll be in our career, I'll be in life, relationships, etc. For some reason, and, and everybody do it. But you know what I'm saying? Sometimes people in color, sometimes we're too proud to network and ask for help. And sometimes it affects us relationship, career-wise, personally. So I just, you know, part of the, the enlightening yourself in 2020, asking for help, having that conversation. And the first question is, do you think the black community struggles with asking each other for help? Yes. And why is it? Because I feel like me personally, I, they always it's bad for me to ask you a question and get caveats. Let me let you answer, and then I give you mine. Yeah, definitely, that's it right there. Pride, and I'm just gonna speak for me personally. I'm probably put myself out there, but I don't want you don't want to give the person you have a vision and you have a dream. I had to learn change, but this was the issue. I don't want you to be the one to say that your business was nothing until I put you on. 
Yeah. People do that. Mm. Yeah. And you have to pick the right people who want to connect with you, that want to see you grow, that won't do that to you. So you have to be vulnerable enough to trust somebody that you believe that they're on, they support your vision yeah. and they're for you because it'd be, oh, they wasn't until I. And so people kind of shy away from it. And then you have those that feel like, you know, they have a control issue and they want to do everything on their yeah. own, you mm -hmm. know. That's but still ego and pride. It's pride. Yeah. I struggled with that. There was a, a situation where I needed help and I refused to give that person for her to say, it wasn't ba 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 until I helped her. Yeah. And I just needed to humble myself. Did you know that she was the type of person that would do that? Yeah. Well, see, that's that's where it comes. But you needed that, you know, you needed that, you needed yeah. the help, so but you try to find People like help. that are, are, are setting themselves up for failure, right? Because Definitely. people can't wait for you to fall when you like that. You know what I'm saying? You burning bridges, you, you destroying the ladder as soon as you climb. But people can't. And to me, that's why. To me, my thing is we have to learn to ask for help because guess what? And if we just think psychologically, as a whole, especially people in this country, because of slavery, because of lack of resources, we're behind the eight ball anyway. We start the race in the very back. Yeah. So... Why compete amongst each other and not ask each other for help, especially when we know that this person can help you and give not you advice? Not even competing, just, just finding the right help. You know, that was then. Mm -hmm. Like I said, doing the inner work. I'm working on myself and learning who to surround yourself by. Yeah. You know, there are some people that you are supposed to meet that are supposed to help you yeah. and you're supposed to help them that they can see, like, I see where you're going, I can see your vision, and I see where you need help. Yeah. And you have to be vulnerable enough to let them help you and trust them enough to go ahead and help you run with the let vision. Let me ask you a further deeper question. When you think about the Harvey Weinsteins and the Bill Cosbys and the R. Kellys, and the reason why I'm bringing these people up is a lot of times under the guise of help, to women, these people preyed on these women. So, as a woman, does it? Does you, are you reluctant to ask a man for help because of the fear of those kind of situations? Well, that just comes with good judgment. You got to be able to discern. You have to know who's who and what's what. At first, you might feel like the person has good intentions, and then the more you speak to them, if you're around them, you'll pick up yeah. that they want more, yeah. or they're trying to get over on you, want to charge you more, or they might want something for yeah. something, you know. So it, it comes, it depends on the situation. It depends on the person. But that can happen in the music business if you're talking about the music industry. Yeah. What entertainment in general? I think it's twofold. Um, a lot of times in our communities, people want to be able to say, you know, I did this myself. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody helped me. I'm self-made. I did That's this. the biggest thing in the black community. Yeah. I'm self-made. I did this that myself. Was me two years so ago. they feel like asking for help is a sign of weakness and it's not at all you know what i mean so i think that's what comes a lot into play people feel like i'm showing weakness or i i can't do it um without so-and-so I, I you know what i mean i need help we and, all need help yeah but we do and i piggyback on what you're saying and i i want to i want to say that to anybody listening the biggest sign of strength to me is asking for help because instead of struggling and staying where I'm at, I said, you know what? Time is too short. Life is too short. I'm going to get help, whether it be mental health, whether it be help in my career, whether it be physical health. Like, for yeah. instance, with me trying to lose weight, I have a, a, a virtual trainer, right? Because me going to the gym by myself, it wasn't working. I needed help. Just think about it. Just think about it. Mm -hmm. Not to cut you off. Yeah. 
all the shows where people are accepting awards and getting accolades or whatever, they're always thanking somebody. Because they helped them along the way. Yeah, because nobody does it by themselves. You, do yeah. you don't do it by yourself. Yeah. It's always somebody there to help you. Yeah. At least the most successful people, whether it be a trainer, whether it be uh, uh, your pastor, whether it be a family member, whether it be a spouse, somebody's helping you. Can't do you. anything yeah. Because you can't. Yeah. So, so this this thinking that you know what I'm gonna start a business, and I'm gonna be Michael Jordan at my business the first step out. It's, it's a false narrative. We need help. Whether it be people promoting your business, whether it be people giving you advice, career-wise and stuff like that, help is not a for, help is a four-letter word, but we need to stop treating it like a four-letter word, especially yeah. in our community, right? Because like I said, we have lack of resources. I was reading an article the other day. It said that with the same credit score and the same revenue, black businesses get denied for loans at a higher clip. You could be doing the same numbers as a white business or a non-black business, and the same credit score, same background, and will get denied loans. Why is that? Why is that? A, it's because it's, it's, it's the relationship business, right? Because, in, and I work for a financial institution, and I'm not speaking on behalf of my financial institution. I'm speaking of the mentality. Even though numbers are supposed to be numbers, it's still a relationship business. So if I have the money and the power and I see someone who looks like me who needs the help, I'm going to push them over the thing. But when I see someone who doesn't look like me and I don't have the relationship with, I'm safeguarding saying, you know what, I can't take a chance and lose with this person. Even though the same criteria comes across the table. It's relationship regardless. That's Even though have, the number's supposed to be the truth, And that's why we have affirmative action. Because that's, that's factual. That's factual. You have the same, uh, um, you have the same, what is it? You know what I'm thinking of. Experience or you have the same um, credentials. Credentials. Exactly. credentials yeah. You have the same credentials as somebody else. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But then you get overlooked yeah. because of what? They're talking There's about that sidebar, the NFL, the NFL situation with black coaches, with coaches and stuff and like stuff, that. Right? There's something it's called crazy. the Rooney Rule, but all you it's have to crazy. do is just bring a person of color into your facility. Not a real interview, not, not really a real, a real chance and stuff like that. And, and don't get it twisted. Affirmative action help, but the biggest, the biggest benefit from affirmative action has been white women. Mm -hmm. Because white mm -hmm. women will, will, will clear enough just for them to enter the criteria of now that now they're changing and altering it for it has to be a person of color, but white women were the biggest benefits of affirmative action. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's an underrepresented at the time of business, an underrepresented population. Demographic. Oh, yeah. All right. So mm. the next question with that's asking good. for help is: Are we stuck <laughs> competing with each other instead of worrying about flourishing? Because sometimes, sometimes, you know what? Doing business with someone or having somebody help you out and stuff like that, it's a win-win. But then, like you said, there's the fear of someone saying, yo, your shit was all right till I showed up. Right. Now your shit is popping. But that's the, I, when I, I had to work on me. And when you become confident in yourself and what you bring to the table, that's no longer an issue. You know, mm. it was a, so... The inner work, we keep going back to that inner work. Everybody gonna get some therapy. <laughs> yeah, but to, but to me, it's just like I I don't get I don't get the competition thing. Like you know, a lot of times people are saying I, I hear a lot of people saying everybody got a podcast. I'm like cool because guess what? Everybody That's make food. 
Everybody got clothes. How many different styles of cars? I don't need all 7 billion yeah. people in the world to listen to my podcast. But if yeah. I could get 50,000 to 100,000 people, which is a small segment of the whole world, listen to my shit, I'm doing all right. It's not even about that. You, God gave you the vision. And that means he set the audience for you for how you're supposed to reach them. Yeah. So you're not supposed to reach everybody. Yeah. Everybody's not gonna like. And I love to cross table, promote. And that's okay. I love to cross promote. So if someone has a podcast, I'm like, yo, you want to do my podcast? I'll do your podcast. Right. You know what I'm saying? Introduce your people to my people. Introduce my people to people. That's, that's how you something should do about it. That's character. the way to do it. That says something about who you are. But yeah. when you have, and a, if I see you working, I want to help you. Like I'm not there, but if I see so. you working, I'm like, yo. Your your work motivates me to do better. So you know what I'm saying? If I can help you in a way, yeah, I'm gonna guy, do it. This guy, even yeah, some so of our good. some of our past guests and stuff, he went and supported or whatever. Yo, I be even, at people's even shows. Even when it was kind of questionable, I be at people's shows. Marvel supports you. Marvel supports you. It's not my place to tell to in this world to be like. You got the talent. You don't got the talent, stuff like that. People work. You support. I, I do the but same thing. But you was a judge. You was a judge. So you was doing that as huh? a judge. You was doing that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got the talent. You don't have the talent. No, but at the same time, when you when you're forced to be in a judgment kind of situation, I am. If if I if I go oh. Mike has this ability and this person doesn't have the ability, but I'm going to give them a tie because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing both of them a disservice. That's yeah. right. You have so, to sometimes people need people to just to tell you like, yo, it wasn't as good as it should have been, but this is what you should do. I'm never going to shit on you and not give you constructive criticism. Because you're not going to know what to fix if you somebody don't tell you. You have to yeah. know. You're thinking, oh, I did good. No, let me know what I messed up. Exactly. So I can work on it. Yeah. So um, the next qu- last question is, why do you feel, what do you do if you feel like you can't ask your own partner for help? This is tough. Because it, it took, it took it, in, in my relationship, my marriage, it took, you know, being able to ask my wife for help for certain things. It was tough. I got a simple Especially answer, as a man. But it's not but, right. But I learned to do that, and now we flourish, right? Because she see when I need help, and vice versa. And it's just like, it's not a pride thing. It's about us winning. So why do you feel like sometimes... People struggle to ask their partners for help. They didn't take care of something while they were dating. Isn't that a part of when you're meeting each other, you become friends, you're learning each other? You get to the point where you want to get married because you're comfortable. Well, you're supposed to be. That's supposed to be one. You trust them. You're comfortable with them. So mm-hmm. if if they are in that predicament when you're married, something went wrong during the dating process, the courting process, you missed something. Y'all you just, missed something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Why do you think people struggle to ask their partners for help? Besides well, getting back pride. to what you were saying initially, if I struggle to ask my partner for help, then that relationship is ending. Yeah. Because I got to be comfortable enough to say, you know. And I understand, I think with men, it's probably a little tougher because we, you know, we we're have a certain to be level providers of providers and we're supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, we're supposed to be providers. We're supposed to be taking care of the home and everyone. So asking your spouse or something for help, you feel like, oh, man, am I, am I not, you know, she might look at me crazy like, yeah, you need my help. Like, what's wrong with you? But honestly, as I grow and mature, I realize a woman is not gonna criticize you for asking for help, especially if that's the woman for you. A wife yeah. is a help wi- me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> that's what God said. So she's your help. So even though He created you to be a provider, when you can't, you know she's what your help in you know whatever what area men? she needs. To you know help what happens with men, and I can say this too. Um, I'm like, well, I gotta ask you. You she see me know. struggling. You should know. But I can't. You can't put that no. on her. 
You know what because I'm saying? Because she, she, she might, might know, but she was like, I'm going to let him do what he needs to do. She might not want to bruise your ego. She might want to yeah. see what, you, what you're willing to do without yeah. her and then step in when you can. You know what I'm saying? Or she's saying, I'll just wait for him to ask but me for that help. It depends on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but, but you, you said something key. You said something key. If my wife can't help me with my vision and part of my goals and stuff like that, then why is she there? <laughs> And vice versa. She got to be your biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She you know has saying? to be your biggest cheerleader when you question yourself, when you have moments where you feel like giving up or you're not sure she's supposed to be on it. Even if she don't even like it. You know, like if you had a clothing line or whatever it is you might want to promote or sell. And she's like, I don't really like it. She's still going to go with you and support you and find the good in it and run with it. Okay, people might need it because of this, because of that. That's mm-hmm. where she is a help. She's a help, maybe not financially, but she can help you with just being encouragement. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the, the support and, that and, you need. And that's that the key way. thing. I want to wrap up the show saying this. is like, yo, help, especially from your spouse and stuff like that. If you want people to help, you got to be transparent. Because sometimes we don't get help from people around us because we're telling them half a story. We, we're giving mm. people lies. we fronting about certain stuff. Like, yo, yeah, I got, I got all of this going out. on. And then I'm you need help with something project. that don't that don't add up. Yeah. That's why people don't, you know what I'm saying? But if you tell the full story, you transparent, then help should be something that I've people are willing to give. I've been guilty of not being open enough. Yeah. Like, I like to deal with all of my struggles myself. Yeah. You know, and that's just my problem. You're just taking a longer way. I just try to do it way. all myself. And I probably could... Get a little further, a little faster. If I was saying, well, you know, I'm, I need help. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the yeah. key, man. Don't be afraid to ask for help, man. So this was the end of another good episode. We back, baby. Yeah. So you know, we back. Michelle, give your shout outs and stuff. How people could follow you, reach out to you, and stuff like that. What you got going on? I don't want to give a shout out to anybody. <laughs> you don't have to. I thought shout you're working yourself. on yourself. Shout out to shout yourself. Shout out yourself. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to give a shout out to nobody. Yeah. No love in 2020. I couldn't think of anything live TV. But my, you can uh, find me on Instagram, Miss Nook, at Miss Nook. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. She ain't got no love for nobody. <laughs> what well, about you? I want to start off. I got to start off. I'll be killed. I'm going to wish my mom. A happy birthday today. Today yes, is yes, her yes. birthday. All right. Um, you know, she gave birth to me, so it's much love to mama. Um, shout out to all our fans. Happy like birthday, I always mama. do, keep supporting us the way y'all have been for so long. We love y'all. Um, shout out all my peoples that's out there doing it for themselves and trying to do something new and different and just chasing their dreams. Um, one of which I speak of is a good friend of mine. Um, if y'all like good pastries and good desserts and you need a bomb ass cake or whatever, MJ Rose underscore creations, MJ Rose underscore creations, hit my girl Mary up. She got some delicious pastries for you for any occasion. She'll hook it up just how you like. Um, and just keep doing what you're doing, man. This it's a new year. So as always, we want to, you know, change things and look upward and, and, and go forward. But, um, do what you've been doing. If you ain't been doing the right thing in 2019, don't think the new year is going to change your mindset, all right? But if you can, yeah, change your mindset. Let's do something big this year. And um, we back! 
Yeah. We back. So, let me give a quick <laughs> shout out before we head out. I want to shout out, like Mike said, everybody listening to us globally. We have a lot of presence in Africa and Haiti and stuff like that. It, shout so them I out. I really appreciate that. Overseas. No, shout love. out to my fellow black creators, content creators. I want to shout out the um, pregame radio network. They're celebrating 10 years of doing their thing. Yep. Their vision. Shout out to Brooklyn Black. Shout out to the Village Radio Show, also on pregame network. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Love, Peace, and Slander. You know, mm-hmm. Alex and her crew and I stuff like that. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, uh, shout out Lit BKNY, <laughs> Braff, Braff and his team. You know, I I just love I love oh, black Braff, you know black yeah. people doing that thing, creating content and stuff like that. So twenty twenty, we're gonna you know link up, do certain things, and you know, peace yeah. and blessings, man. This Let's is do the it year together vision. this year, baby. Let's we do out. It peace. Views. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends, though? It's cool, though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends, though? It's cool, though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo.